0: We press on for freedom yes
1: i had to turn on the air conditioning because it's i it was almost like 80 today dude. Man. and all i
0: had to do was open up my freaking window and i'm good <laughs> to <'Til> the wind <laughs> hits your mic and it's like uh. Uh, yeah, right it's just snowing outside i'm like two days ago it was 70 now it's 26 degrees and got about like an inch inch and a half of snow so
1: i didn't tell you this you know what i did on friday what'd you do i went to a rodeo you went to a rodeo, yeah. It was sort of a last minute thing. Um, did you come back with a
0: redneck or anything?
1: No, but I came back with mad respect for people who do that kind of stuff, especially when they're high school and middle schoolers. Like, this whole thing was like that level of competition. So, no one there that was competing was probably above the age of 17.
0: Yeah, it's hardcore,
1: and yeah, and it's the, not easy. And I literally saw a middle schooler get bucked off of a bull hit a wall and they get stepped on by the bull. And then this middle schooler got up, dusted himself off, and walked away. And I was like, these these are these people are built differently down here. Uh
0: not me. Yeah, not dude. Me. I-,
1: I kept thinking about it. I was like, you know, it, it's fascinating because it really goes into sort of that that lack of Danger that people uh, have mm-hmm. nowadays, where it's like everyone's sort of adverse to anything life threatening, and right. I couldn't help but really just have respect for these ki- like literal kids who are just like, screw it. I mean, they're literally staring a bull in the face almost. And I mean, like obviously they're they're not uh, completely unaware of what could happen if this bull like really attacked them or whatever. I mean, it right. is dangerous, but it's just mad respect, man. I mean, just the amount of skill that. Was just, be on display for these middle school and high schoolers. It was it was pretty dope.
0: Takes some courage. I this doesn't take courage, uh, but (laughs) I saw a video yesterday of this dude in the ocean with his buddy, and he sees a shark (laughs) fin and he thinks it's a basking shark, so he jumps into the water after it. Only to find out that it was a great white shark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what an idiot, dude! I use I love the one you sent me of
1: the guy who the killer whales like swimming underneath him, and he's kicking yes. super hard. It's like an aerial view, and you could tell how hard this guy is kicking in the water. That was I great. I, I love what, those sea life videos.
2: Are great, nervous. huh?
0: It, it's not that I wouldn't be nervous if I had a killer whale right there, but I'd be more comfortable with that versus a great white oh, because yeah. killer whales have not attacked anyone in the wild. That's recorded. So, I mean, better chance for sure. Yeah. yeah. Great white. I mean, like, it oh, probably. Oh, man. You better hope he ate. Yep. And then with the, the great white, you, you probably have a better chance of escaping than Killer Well. So.
1: <sighs> well, welcome back so, to yeah. uh, another episode of The Underground. I believe this is number eight for us. It is. This is number your, eight. your weekly glitch in the Matrix. Think I'm going to try to get that to stick. Do you like Books that? I kind of li- yeah. I kind of like it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, trying to if point you- out these uh, <laughs> narratives in the mainstream media and just open people's eyes to what not just in the media, but what's going on in politics and and the problems with not just the problems with those sides, but hopefully what you can do to grow and and push for in, individual liberty over this collective liberty yeah. first. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, and just you know.
0: Yeah. Red pill, blue pill, right? Oh, dude, There's you
1: have things. red pill, blue pill, white pill, black pill, orange pill, clear orange pill, pill, clear pill, and then the ANCAPs even have a black and yellow pill.
0: Yeah, so the red pill described that one for him. So, the red uh,
1: okay, so if you've ever seen the Matrix, this is where this if you ever hear this pill thing, <laughs> it's just it's common among like internet right. douchebags. <laughs>
0: So the red (laughs) basically is, I asked you to explain it. I'm sorry. Sorry.
1: So yeah. So the, uh, if you've ever seen the matrix, Neo gets the opportunity to take a red pill or a blue pill. If he takes the blue pill, he goes back to normal society and everything that he knows uh, about his life up into that point right so he just kind of continues to live um unaware of the things going on around him and then morpheus tells him if you take the red pill you can just you can see how far the rabbit hole goes uh so it originally the first time i ever heard it was uh in reference to a documentary uh called the red pill about a woman who uh got uh connected with some men's rights activist groups uh and obviously that is controversial to some people but these the movie's pretty tame that's 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 kind of always the case with that sort of stuff where people get super up in arms and like oh this is terrible and they start throwing around world war ii references for no reason right um, but the movie's pretty tame and it was just like hey uh, we kind of get screwed over in the courts when it comes to uh, our children and we would like someone to take a look at this and actually advocate for us That's basically what it's about, and the uh, the girl in the movie sort of learns from that, that, like, wow, maybe the world isn't 100% the way that I saw it. And so that's really what the red pill, blue pill, like, dichotomy is. It doesn't have anything to do with Republicans and Democrats just because it's a red and a blue pill. That's a huge uh, misconception that people have. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then you have, like, the orange pill is, like, uh, getting your mind open to Bitcoin. Black pill is... No-ho. no, hope, no hope.
0: Very pessimistic.
1: White pill is the opposite of that. And then yep. clear clear hope. pill. <laughs> clear pill is, I think, a Michael Malice term, and he describes it basically as seeing the world for what it actually is. So it's still hmm. sort of red pill, but it's like you get red pilled, and then instead of being like, man, everything's crazy, man, you're just like, well, it's kind of like what we're doing. It's like, hey, we just want to try to give you a clear picture of everything uh, and not not just the you know he was pulled over because of uh air fresheners in his uh in his on his rearview rearview mirror kind of stuff um right and it's just like hey like let's waiting for these details yeah let's calm down let's take a look at what we know let's try to be actual people um because it dehumanizes people. I've even I've, I had a conversation with a friend of mine uh, last week, very liberal, very very liberal. Right. But I tried to explain to her, I was like, honestly, the whole Facebook thing's just crazy because it dehumanizes people, you know. It didn't really it go does. much past that, but I got the point out there that's like, hey, you know, just because people disagree with you doesn't mean that you know, they don't still care about people. And I think that's something that we kind of lost with all this
0: lockdown stuff.
1: Anyway, I, uh,
0: speaking on dehumanizing people, and in the lockdowns and everything, I watched this video from... It was like three months ago. And this chick tackled this uh, 16-year-old um, black teenager. Uh, and I think she's Hispanic or white. Uh, I don't know if she's white passing, if that's what you call her, if she's Hispanic. I guess it just depends right. on what the situation is, what they choose to use. those. They change them to fit their narrative each time. But in my opinion, with just without looking, doing any research into her, just by the, her name, was like uh, Mia, Mia Ponsetta, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's the Hispanic name or or something. Could be wrong. I don't know. But <laughs> she also looked Hispanic, too. So, uh, So she tackled this 16-year-old black teenager because she suspected him of stealing her phone at the hotel I walked through the uh door she didn't like tackle or anything she questioned but she didn't tackle or do anything right and come to find out this chick's been arrested like a couple times for assault she's been arrested for DUI some other stuff but one of the guys in there that saw it was common commentating on it called her a garbage human being and I was like you know I don't necessarily agree with that because I don't Like what she did was garbage. She acted garbage in that situation. Absolutely terrible. Especially then she tried, she went on CBS. (laughs) She's an idiot, dude. Uh, (laughs) I think I remember, I kind of
1: remember (laughs) this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, She went on CBS and uh, was so manipulative and didn't apologize, didn't think about the 16 year old kid. Didn't, you know, it was obviously came from a place of racism. Like this is a very clear instance. Like she was being racist. Yeah. 100%.
1: 100%. She, profi- she profiled she him. Is that, is that, yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, anyway, I was just like, I don't like the idea, though, of, you know, judging someone based off of two actions. You know, the first action of her tackling the 16 year old kid, like who she's 22, by the way. I didn't mention that. Oh, okay. At the time. Yeah. Uh, and then later on, not apologizing to, and being manipulative and just no self-accountability. Then I come to find out when I read into her DUI stuff and her mom was with her and I'm like, okay, this explains this entitlement that she has and stuff like that. But it's, it, and people are free to disagree with me, but I'm just like trying to de- dehumanize someone call, calling them a garbage human being. Right. right. And it's the same thing that I say with, even with George Floyd, with what he did, Trying to call someone a garbage human being allows you the ability to then do what? Act Uh, in evil ways towards them. Exactly.
1: Yeah. You you stop looking at them as actually being on the same level as you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You see yourself becoming different. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's get. That's my problem with it. Yeah. We're gonna get. I think a little bit more into that today. But let's uh, let's get through a couple of these first uh, subjects. Um. So, just a little update on some of the Second Amendment stuff going on. Uh, Arizona has sort of fired back at President Biden for his uh, uh, executive orders. Has he signed anything?
0: No, yeah. Has, has he said... he just came out and made another statement that said, Hey, by the way, bro. I'm still making to make these, these uh, uh, gun laws. Into, yeah. I'm going to sign executive orders to... We, shirt gun
1: we have a clip on that in a little bit. But Arizona essentially came out and said they it's HB 2111. So you can actually look this up. It'll be in the show notes. Um, the most important part of it that I found, it says that the state and all political... Uh, subdivisions of the state are prohibited from using any personal or financial resources to enforce administer or cooperate with any act law treaty order rule or regulation of the United States government that vol uh, excuse me violates amendment 2 of the constitution of the United States yep. um
0: so and the federal officers can't arrest anyone either and the state of Arizona, I believe, is what the bill... I don't have it pulled up right now, but I believe it stated that. Uh,
1: it, yeah, sorry. I, I Actually, I should have read the first part as well. It says, part one says, uh, uh, an act, law, treaty, order, rule, or regulation of the United States government, rights of the Fed, uh, that violates Amendment 2 of the Constitution of the United States is null, void, and unforceable in this state. So yep. it's non it, that seems pretty clear to me. Now I saw a video from a cop. He kinda seemed like he was wiggling his way through it, like trying to make all these like legal arguments for why this is confusing. Da da da. That doesn't seem very confusing to me. Does it seem confusing no.
0: to you? It does not. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I like how it's just a big old middle finger to Biden. Yeah, me too. They're it's like oh they
1: yeah. It's like, oh, you're gonna mess with this? Uh no. No. We're not no, we're not doing that. I
0: think you know, the first thing I thought of with this, and I think if Biden pushes this and does this, I know you're going to laugh at me for saying this, but I'm like, we may be getting to that point of a civil war.
1: Yeah, well, I think you'll see conflict.
0: In some type of capacity. So, I'm not saying necessarily a hot war, right? but
1: a oh, civil war where we you start are,
0: seeing the Republican states team together and in some capacity try to take down the Democrat states and then vice versa.
1: Yeah, I, I would tell you I'm actually gonna look up the definition real
0: quick um, to make gonna, sure. I'm not, I'm not saying it's gonna be like eighteen sixty to sixty five, but uh,
1: it's it's, it's be, kind of like a cold war. Yep, kind of. I mean, I, I someone could probably everyone always want. It's like you say something like that, and people want to argue with you all the time about Mm -hmm. the definition of those things but essentially what it is is you have two sides i I say two sides just make it easy because there's a lot of things that i think you and i both disagree with on the sides of people that we agree with on other things Mm -hmm. and when it comes to the second amendment clearly we kind of fall more on the well we fall flat on probably the conservative side even though within the nuance of that there are things that go on within the Republican Party and a lot of those other things that were like, no, no, yep. that's not how, like, no, you cannot have red flag laws. No, Dan Crenshaw. You can't have that. Yeah. Um, but then there's other things. Well, it used to be the whole war, uh, the whole uh, anti-war movement mm-hmm. was very much on the Democrat side. Now they're all basically just war hawks. Like, ev- ev- yep. I would say 90% of the people who are in Washington are probably war hawks.
0: Yeah, feel oh, yeah, free
1: easily. to prove me wrong, but that just kind of seems the way that it is. Nobody wants to yep. get out of uh, the Middle East. Um, no one does. It's profitable. So, in other other news, uh, the New York Post had a uh, this. I think this was their front cover on Sunday. It says, uh, "Marxist BLM founder racks up million dollar property empire with at least four homes," uh, and the the, t- the title is "Black Lives Manners." Um, So she, uh, if they're correct about this from the story, uh, Patrice Cullors, who is one of the uh, founders, I don't remember if she was original or not. There's there's some haziness about some of that and Mm -hmm. leadership getting moved out and people getting moved in who had more of an agenda that was political rather than about the actual movement uh, when it originally started, at least from what I've been told. Mm-hmm. And uh, Patrice Colors is one of those people, and I can't remember if we covered it on here. I think we did in like episode one or two. Uh, we talked about how there was about ten billion dollars that Black Lives uh, Matter I think had.
0: Ten point six.
1: Yeah, it was it was a very large sum of money, and the article was basically saying like, where did this go? Who did this help? And it, it it's kind of been floating around on the internet. Nobody really knows what mm-hmm. happened to the money, and so obviously. They were taking a, like, Patrice was taking some sort of hefty cut from this.
0: She's oh, yeah. She's a... And it was $10.6 billion, dollars too. Yeah. I don't a, know if you said millions or billions. Billion.
1: It was billion. Okay, yeah. That's uh, crazy, dude. I know. It's an insane amount of money, and you're saying that...
0: $10.6 would still be a lot,
1: I, and, but $10.6 Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, where are the receipts for this stuff, right? Why... And, and I had this conversation today... I, and I was just asking, why is it that people get up in arms when injustice seems to happen? You know, you can argue the different situations and whether it was the case or not, right? That's not what I'm really saying, mm-hmm. right? But if you are a person, right, who gets up in arms when injustice happens, you donate to BLM. One of the founders of BLM goes out and buys... Four? Four numbers. homes, one worth almost one point five million. And you say nothing.
0: Oh, and on top of this, beforehand, it's not like her level of income was where she could afford this herself. Yeah. This is clearly that I mean, without saying it, it's basically implying and accusing her of taking money from the, that ten point six billion and buying that. Somehow, some way she got fed that money.
1: And one of these homes is in Georgia.
0: One's in Inglewood, which you could
1: say is potentially a rougher area, right? But I'm assuming okay. she doesn't live in
0: the Inglewood home. Right. That would be my it, well, assumption. Here's the thing. Why isn't... Ar- so, first, are these homes being used for her? Which I think, based if I read the story correctly, it was. It's not being used to house anyone that's struggling that's a person of color. Um, it's, you know, in this other money, this ten point six billion. I mean, you had entire communities of predominantly of people of color that was destroyed, and none of this money went there. Mm-hmm. You want me to tell you exactly where it went? Because I was telling people to begin with that BLM, what was it? Was it Act Blue? Act Blue was the parent, and Act Blue was contributing all the money that they spent went towards the democratic national committee and uh, the elite democratic elite. Yeah.
1: It's why it was such a joke all the time when people would be like, no, we, we just believe in BLM. This is not political for us. I'm like, do you know where the money's going? Do you understand who you're donating this to? Yep. You didn't want to follow up. You know, we mentioned this with the whole uh, stop Asian hate thing from a few weeks ago as well. Mm -hmm. I was like, you have to pay attention to where the money's going. Look exactly. to see when you give that before you give that money, look to see who that money is going to look up what that organization is and then decide if it's something worth giving it to. And That's that, why I don't you know.
0: typically when I go, dude, when I go to wherever I go to, Walmart, uh, in, in any place that asks, hey, would you like to give to charity? Most of the time I say no because I don't know the charity. I don't know where it's going. I like to know the charities before I just give. Yeah, it may sound like a good cause, but how many good causes have turned up to just be a bunch of crap, like Black Lives Matter, for example? Exactly. (laughs) Just to use our example here, zero percent, zero, not one dollar, went to the uh, black community or any other um, person of color.
1: Well, speaking of black people being misrepresented in society... Uh I'm going to play a clip. Uh yeah. This is going to be good. Uh as far Okay, so I guess we should say this is a man on the street clip and just to preference, I am aware that these things are usually highly edited, but you can't really edit what these people are saying and the question that they're be- being asked. So obviously they're looking for a specific type of people to to prove their point. But these mm-hmm. people are still saying these things, and they all seem to be college-educated. Uh, I think they're, it looks like they're all on college campuses, at least the, the white people that they're talking to, so we're just right. going to play this. Do you
2: have an opinion on voter ID laws?
3: Uh, Yeah, they're usually pretty racist.
0: I think voter ID laws are a way to perpetuate racism.
1: Would you go as far as saying those laws are racist? For sure. Do you think it suppresses the uh, African American vote? Definitely, Uh, because they're less likely to have state IDs. These type of people don't live in areas with easy access to DMVs or other places where they can get identification. Do you think
2: that's harder for black people to go online? Well, I feel like
3: they don't have the knowledge of how, of how it
0: works. Do you carry ID? Yes, I do. You know anybody who any black person who doesn't carry ID? No.
2: Do you have ID? Yes.
4: Because I have my ID and my friends have their ID, so like we know what we need to carry around. See, everybody that I know have ID. Like that's one of the things you need to walk around with New York with.
0: I heard a lot also that uh, black people can't figure out how to get to the
2: DMV.
3: Really? That, that, does that. Was that same you? I know it's that on 25th Street.
2: Do you know where the ID, the, the DMV is, right? You?
3: It's on 125th Street and Third yep. Avenue, I believe.
0: Uh <laughs> <laughs> those white people are so racist. Not not Bro. all of them, but a couple of them in there I, are just it, so insulting uh, to black people.
1: And it's you know it is very racist. But I feel like it's ignorance. Ignorance more than anything. And talking points. It's very much ta- Did you Okay, so that one kid he basically was like, yeah, they don't know where to get any of that stuff he had a UC Berkeley shirt on, right? <laughs> and they're supposed to be one of the most progressive uh, colleges in the country or universities yep. in the country, right? All these kids, I mean, and what these kids were saying was all talking points. They're like, and then he he directly asked that girl and he was like, he, he was basically like, do you think that they know how to use the internet to find these things? <laughs> and she's like, "Um, well, maybe they don't understand. And you're just like,
0: ugh. Really don't know a single person white, black, Hispanic, Asian person who doesn't know how to use the internet. Every time I've gone to the DMV, mm-hmm. I've seen uh rich middle class, low income class, everyone in there. And so it's clearly just a ploy so here's the question you got to ask. yeah, why is this narrative being spun? What's the the purpose behind trying to say the because this came from the people making an uproar over the Georgia, Georgia voter ID law or ID laws that were signed yeah, yeah. Uh, voter laws a, that were signed and it's been around voter ID laws which Georgia already pays for your driver's license Uh a free ID I'm sorry you get a free ID I don't mm-hmm. know if it's a driver's license specifically no, you can but I think a, you get a free state ID yeah you have, um, so you have so to you pay for driver's vote. license yep. um, so, yeah so again and it's like no one's infringing on your right to vote we just want to verify that you are who you say you are because yeah. again people
1: it is it's been mis- misrepresented can i say that so yeah, go ahead. yeah so all the stuff that was I done
0: there's, there's certain things we can't say on youtube so <laughs> i had to i was trying to think of
1: how i could <laughs> so the the whole voter id thing in georgia i think has been misrepresented uh it, it, it seems like it's been put up to date with stuff that's even you know uh The whole Georgia thing blew blew up. They moved the MLB All Star Game to Colorado. Colorado has stricter voter ID laws, less Mm -hmm. black
0: people, right? And oh no, no, no. wait, wait. they they took now. This is gonna was gonna bring in a hundred million dollars estimated to to Fulton County. Yeah, Fulton County is predominantly black. Yeah, right. We're just gonna use the race thing because that's what it's like. Fifty three percent
1: of if you want to just say Atlanta in general, like it's like I think fifty three percent of Atlanta is black.
0: I think specifically where this was going to be held, if the report I read was correct, yeah. was predominantly black. Yeah, And so uh, then they moved it to wherever Denver, Colorado, I think that's where it was. And Probably. it's predominantly white. It's like 8%. <laughs> 8% black. And good job, Stacey Abrams and uh,
1: uh, uh Keisha, and Ocean. Keisha Oth- Longbottoms, who is the mayor of Atlanta, right? Who was you know you remember when all that rioting happened at the cnn building Mm -hmm. and all that and you know it's completely political it is this this is the oh excuse me this is the thing
0: what did 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 she
1: say anything about it uh she was all on board for getting it moved out she was totally against the voter id thing and i think was on board with getting the mlb all-star game moved but i believe if if the rumors are correct if the rumors are correct Stacey abrams is the one who called mlb and got the thing moved (laughs) She used her political power, right? And this is what we talk about all the time, where when corporations are doing things based on government, whether that's state or federal government, that's literal fascism.
0: I was just about to say that. They're combined together.
1: And and we're going to have to say this for the rest of our lives. That is literal fascism.
0: And what just happened today, there was a report that came out by Ed O'Keefe, I want to say his name, that the top 100 CEOs all met together to discuss um, voting laws being acted in different states to come Bro. together. I don't know about you, but I always trust corporations to look out for my best interests. Uh, it
1: just needs to be said. It's like, guys, you do not. This is this in my mind is so similar to church and state separation. Right, mm-hmm. the reason the church and the state have separation is yes. Everyone will go. Everyone like in church world will go. Oh, it's to keep government out of the business of the church. But what they forget is that the church was very much uh, involved in state affairs in England. Right, yep. the Church of England was directly connected to uh, the government in England at that time. And nobody wanted that because if you didn't follow what the church decreed, you were essentially a sinner and going to hell and like that whole deal, right? Except it was on a state level. So you're starting to see the same thing happen again, except the religion is like wokeness, if you will. And I know how people feel about all that, but it's just an easy way to define that is that, that wokeness has become the religion. And if you do not adhere to the religion, you get ostracized from everything right and because corporations are on board because they're a word that i'm not going to say uh they're little scaredy cats uh they have no
0: backbone um none at all and it's
1: yeah that's that's
0: the thing man and it's not good I i think people are realizing this and you know i'm I make conscious decisions when I notice this stuff on what I I was on who not to buy from. I I sincerely do. I notate this stuff. I don't care who they are, left or right. And
1: Nike's an easy one for me. If that what's that Nike? That's an easy one for me. Oh, that's the easy one. Like without without a doubt, like there's some stuff that I'm like, well, you know, it's like I have my issues with Disney, but I keep Disney Plus so that we have some content to talk about on here, and mostly so we can keep up with what normal people are watching and consuming on a regular basis so we can break down what's going on winter soldier still sucks by the way falcon and winter soldier sorry i'm totally derailing but it still sucks
0: no you're fine so and so this is the problem with the federal government being over the airlines is that i want to say you had the ceo of united and american airlines at the place and up here where i'm at uh i you know i don't want to use delta just because i what everything the ceo came out and said but i kind of have to but other than that like you know i was never a big soda drinker not drinking i mean i'm not buying any Coke products water doesn't matter kind of anything that they have a foothold in not doing that and then these other companies too um you know nike that's not a big deal i don't really like nike to begin with yeah. but and, i think that's what people so need to do is to start being conscious with your money and the right finally needs to start acting in the similar ways that the left has been with this cancel stuff. Okay, if you're going to do this, this is what we're going to do. We're not going to buy your products. We're not going to do this stuff. We're going to make a stand. And the problem is that you still have these weak Republican leaders in office. And then on the left, you hardly have any strong leaders, too. like You could have had Tulsi Gabbard freaking joe biden and kamala harris yeah and i what are you smoking what are you (laughs) what is anyone smoking to where we had joe biden kamala harris and then trump and mike pence and people voted voted (laughs) for joe biden yeah right 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 right. right. okay Bro, the most popular president in history, more popular than Obama, bro. Come I, on, I, the White House numbers show it on his video.
1: You know, the thing is, is like whether whether that turned out to be true or not, you can definitely tell whether people regret just voting for him in general, whether they would have voted for Trump or not. You can, I, I think, there's definitely some voter regret from oh, there's that. Been a
2: lot of voter to, regret.
1: To be fair, though, I, I think. Because I like talking to some of uh, some of my friends, a couple people, couple people, you know, they have they don't want to admit it. It's, it's really hard for anyone to admit, but there's definitely some Trump regret to some degree, too, because yeah. they lifted him up as this this hero, essentially. Right. Like he was going to save the republic. Right. You hear that all You're the right. time. We have to save the republic. The Americans <laughs> save it's you. very Star Wars. <laughs> but any he, any he, he didn't do anything for them and none of their representatives it's like like Madison Cawthorn who you're aware of he's the representative in my district and the dude he's like the most generic politician he like tweets about Ronald Reagan and the Second Amendment but there's nothing that he's saying that makes me think that he is he like he has his finger on the culture hence Mm -hmm. why he's tweeting about Ronald Reagan right And, and unaware of how much history has or at least Republican history has put that dude in a lime, in like a good light when he's responsible for a lot of the policing issues that we have today he's responsible for uh the getting war on drugs uh, the war on drugs getting people out of the like getting rid of insane asylums essentially or places where
0: people potentially get could get help for their problems
1: it's like why we don't have signing
0: that a racist law in 1967 I want to say the Mulford act when he was governor of California yeah oh yeah that all Black the people yeah, from carrying yeah guns in the California yep yeah oh, i got a all all these, dude, people tell me that I reagan's know. their favorite president i'm like really dude, what about this
1: all these conservatives <laughs> who who you know love their guns but one of their favorite presidents removed people's rights to guns like he was the governor of california guys like come on oh, now yeah. come on now i know it was a long time ago but still yeah anyway speaking of police officers um i have another clip uh this okay so the craziest thing about this and i'm sure people have heard about this in the news recently is that there was a a a military officer he was a lieutenant i believe um do you remember his name i did not catch his name because we were trying to do some of this today
0: lieutenant uh, nazario i remember his last name okay uh
1: so lieutenant nazario was pulled over in virginia by cops and i'm gonna play this video so that you guys can get a little bit of a perspective on this sorry, no volume.
2: (laughs) Open the door slowly, step out.
4: This police body camera video is now part of a lawsuit.
2: I'm honestly afraid to get out. Yeah, you should be. be Get out.
4: It shows Karen Nazario, an army second lieutenant in uniform, getting stopped by police. It happened in Windsor, Virginia back in December.
3: Whoa, hold on. What's going, hold on. It was horrifying Um, to see the officers behave the way they did.
4: Attorney Jonathan Arthur is representing Nazario in this newly filed lawsuit against two Windsor police officers.
3: There was no justification for that type of conduct or at least not under the law.
4: This lawsuit says the officers stopped Nazario for not having a license plate. He was driving his new SUV which had temporary tags taped to the back window.
2: Really? The
4: really? documents say nazario pulled over in a well-lit area less than a mile from where the police officer activated his lights police body cam video shows the police officers getting out of their cars with their guns drawn nazario claims they yelled conflicting orders at him and pepper sprayed him while he was in his suv
2: what are you a specialist corporal what are you I'm a lieutenant. Lieutenant, get out of the car.
4: Once he was out of the car, Nazario said the police officers hit, handcuffed, and interrogated him.
2: Why am I being treated like this? Why? Because you're not cooperating. Get on the ground.
4: The lawsuit says the police officers let Nazario go after threatening to charge him with obstructing justice, eluding police, and assaulting a law enforcement officer. Uh,
0: Thoughts? Well, before I give my thoughts on everything. I just want to say it's going to be on what I have heard and seen so far. Mm-hmm. So, without any new evidence coming to light, I always think it's great in these situations. By the
1: way, this happened in December. I don't know if you caught that. I think it's they said it in that clip, but this That's happened cool. in
0: December. That is Do you crazy. know what month it is? <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. We're just so now I, hearing I w- about this. I want to say that I think it's appropriate to wait for evidence to come out before mm-hmm. You know, let uh, both parties are innocent until proven guilty. I agree. Both parties. And I feel like we've greatly lost that. And I think waiting for details is important. But I am going to comment on what we have. Mm -hmm. And officers escalated the situation Mm -hmm.
1: unnecessarily. And
0: oh, oh, back up, back up. He had a paper tag. That's not a felony stop. Nope. Um,
1: It's not, you shouldn't stop anyone for that. Okay, by the way, can I, let me mention before we get any further on this. So, because I, you know, the libertarian crowd in particular likes to be very zealous about their beliefs. And they think that Mm -hmm. in the moment that we're living in now, and this is kind of an issue that I kind of, I have with, and it's not everyone. I know uh, people like Dave Smith tend to be like, hey guys, we have to talk about where we are today, not what we want for the future. When you talk Mm -hmm. about situations like this, yes, there is a, a, Scenario that the libertarians would prefer in the way that all of this stuff is done, um, but that's not what we're necessarily here to talk about right now. We I'm going to get into that a little bit because I think there's a need for that, but we do need to right. talk about what is actually on the books currently.
0: Currently, yeah. So he was pulled over for having paper tags, and but that is not, if I read the law correctly in Virginia, a felony stop as I believe the officers claimed or filed paperwork for. Mm-hmm. And uh, I could be mistaken on that, but I believe I am correct. But secondly, the officers escalated the situation and it just seems I, I've read, there was another report that I read that he drove, I don't know, another mile or so to a, long area. He drove, a well-populated and well-lit area. Yeah. And thank goodness he did um i mean this is completely inappropriate conduct no one deserves to be treated like this yep. whether if it's a felony stop or if it's just a regular routine stop i mean treat others as you want to be treated mm-hmm. it is not that difficult and it seemed like it seems like these two officers were just looking for someone to rough up yep was looking for someone to take their anger out on yep that's exactly what it seems like and you know what it's unfortunate that he had to go through this and suffer. Uh, I know he was pepper sprayed. Was he tased too? I can't remember. No, I
1: don't think so. I think he was just pepper okay. sprayed in the face. But you heard the cop, like you heard it. He go, He said, "Honestly, I'm afraid to get out of my car right now." And that cop goes, "Well, you should be. That you lose. Honestly, dude, you lose me right there. Nope. Like you lose exactly. me before when the guy has his paper <laughs> tags in the window and you pull him over and you start harassing him. But that, and he's that's a the General moment. Yvette. He yes, he's. I think he's, he's active. A isn't Yvette. he? Yvette. Yeah. Yes, so, dude. Okay. So. Hang on. hang on. I, I wanted going. to say this. I wanted to say, I wanted to say
0: I wanted to say this yeah, yeah, yeah. is that so I know he's going to have s- horrific experience from that. He, he had a horrific experience from that, that and I don't know how long it would take him to get over, but he is definitely going to be a rich man now and he should be compensated for that. Mm-hmm. He should be. And those officers should be fired. Hundred percent, and they yeah. should be held accountable for that. Yeah. So I, um, I couldn't. They should be held accountable for assault. Yes. Yeah,
1: so here, a couple things, right? And this actually gets into the case that happened yesterday for us. So today is Monday the twelfth. So it happened on the eleventh. Um,
0: to, oh, I, I'm sorry, David. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I wanted to say I don't. I don't think that based off of what i've seen that you can just say that they did this because he was black well because one of the intent of his heart yeah being being racist i don't know if people are making it out to be that but just to kind of get ahead of that yeah i don't know if you can't it may be i just you just have that
1: you just need more evidence here's the thing that people need to understand about the it there was racist intent i would tell you that proving racist intent in court is about as hard as getting a first degree murder charge
0: yeah, it's difficult
1: because you have to. You have reasonable doubt, guys. Removes that charge. Yep. If there's any doubt in the minds of anyone that 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 person is actually racist or their intent was racism, it's very hard to prove that in court. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of people who even if their intentions are good behind that situation, they shoot themselves in the foot with a non-starter by saying that. By yep. saying, "Oh, it was racism! Maybe. It was racism!" because everyone goes, "Well, now we can't really get down to the bottom of what was going on here." You've immediately derailed be. everything because you just want this, and, and it's it's so much of like self fulfilling prophecy a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Where I almost think that people legitimately just want they just they're hoping for it. They're yeah. hoping for or that situation.
0: Hear, it's, it's it's one of those situations to you're hearing what you want to, or yeah. in this situation you're seeing what you want to. Now yeah. it's, it's bias for sure. It, it could be racist, or it could don't not know. be. It's just. Extremely difficult to prove that. What we do know, though, is that they assaulted someone that they should. Now, if it comes out and all of a sudden we got this new video, and I don't know, I, I, I just don't know what could lead up to that. I personally just think that these officers should be fired, but not only that, they should also be held to the fullest extent of the law.
1: So, I'm you know wanna, what I mean? Yeah. It I'm, can't
0: just be he gets money. No, they yeah. should go oh, to jail oh, for if, if even you, more if a, so than if, if it was him. Yeah. Although if it was him and he would have done, you know, tried to fight the officers or whatnot, watching, probably would have been shot or would have been severely injured and would have gone to jail, would have had the book thrown at him, all this mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean out of this uh, emotional space. I just sincerely mean for justice, for love and for mercy, these officers should face the rightful extent of the law just as any other perpetrator should because they acted in a criminal way. They aggressed upon him and were violent towards him. And he would have had a right to defend himself um, as well. I fully believe I
1: I didn't, I didn't get it in that clip because they decided to add it that, that report for some dumb reason, decided to add this last piece at the end, but he had Mm -hmm. a loaded firearm in his car and it was legal he had every right right to have it. You actually sent me that tweet earlier. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess that guy was trying to say that because he had a loaded firearm, it was justification for what they did.
0: Yeah, Newsmax host Greg Kelly was trying to say that, um, and I was. Just, and he's conservative, uh, re- Republican, I guess. That is, uh, and I was just like, that doesn't matter. No, nope. that's a red herring. That gun has nothing to do with how these. You're trying to distract from how the officers acted. He was. He's a American he's an American citizen and he has the right to carry a fully if, loaded, loaded weapon in his vehicle if, and on his person.
1: If I was a producer at Newsmax, I would have fired him. Straight yeah. up for that tweet. Like not even lying, I would have fired <laughs> his ass. Like you do not you do not get to be a dude, news person. Totally, yeah, you don't get to be a news person and not understand how basic law works, right? If you like okay so I'm I'm getting my concealed carry right I don't have it yet right. because the of the insane laws
0: in Asheville. Yeah it takes 10 years and It takes literally
1: yeah. like 10 years right this whole process part of it is because of uh corona but this right. whole process will have taken me almost a year. From getting my gun right. taking getting signed up for the course and taking the course to getting my paperwork saying that I completed that to being able to go in for 10 minutes to do my fingerprints to actually mm-hmm. receiving my license is two months-ish short of a year of starting that process. Crazy, man. It's insane, right? All of that to be said, I am in the process right now. I still don't have my license. If I get pulled over during that four-month period, I have to make the officer aware that I am getting that license, even though I don't have it yet, right? And I believe in Virginia it's the same way. And In a lot of states, you are required by law to tell the police officer that you have a concealed carry even if you don't have the gun in your car.
0: Yeah, I wonder if that, if that should be a requirement.
1: I don't know. I, I can't tell you whether. The, I mean, that's yeah. like a, a subject like for another for time, another Honestly, no. I don't think it should be required. I don't think it's any of their I'm business. The Same mindset too. I don't think it's any of the cops' business. I don't think so either. And again, this goes into my reason why I don't think that routine stops should be a thing at all.
0: Right now, unless the cops going to be arresting you. I don't think it should. If mm-hmm. the cop's gonna be arresting you, then I think it should be a combat upon the cop to ask do you have any weapons on you? And then mm-hmm. you know, go yeah. from there. But That's, anyway, I yeah, and I, this yeah. is
1: this is the thing is like, you if know, you if, if you want to talk about uh Dante Wright, the guy that uh was killed in um Min- uh, Minnesota yesterday.
0: People like want um, to keep when call him Dante Flower Flower. <laughs> I don't know. So I just, that name stuck in my head now.
1: A, a couple. I. I. The reason I really want to talk about this is because we really need to debunk this whole. He was pulled over for having um, air fresheners, air fresheners in, in his rearview mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not why he got pulled over. He got pulled over because of an expired tag. Uh, that's what's being reported, and that's mm-hmm. what we know. the The rearview mirror thing came from his mother. I don't know if you knew that. There's a. Yeah, there's I didn't a video that. of her saying it. that he called and he said, "I think it's because." I have uh, air fresheners in my on my rearview mirror which I don't know where that comes from if anybody has any sort of indication as to why he would think that you know let us know but as far as I know that's the most absurd reasoning for why you would get I mean if that was a reasoning man but he I had expired never tax heard that being a law right he and then I I have the documentation I'll post it in the show notes uh, mm-hmm. but I got on Twitter uh, because Jack uh, Pasovic uh yeah. was saying something about the situation that was going on um and I asked in the comments I was like hey does anybody have the documentation or whatever of his warrants like what the warrants were for right mm-hmm. okay they're both misdemeanors
0: misdemeanor what though what do you mean do you know oh yes what, what, what? one of
1: them one of them was for um Possession of a firearm, mm-hmm. and I guess illegal brandishing, if you will, or illegal like he had it out in some sort of public manner. I don't know the details, right? I only looked at the, right. the report. Um, and uh, ru- uh, running away from the cops, right? So, so
0: did he? Were were any of those? I don't know if this would be a situation, uh, but was he? Do you know if pleaded down from a higher charge to the lower charge? I don't know. Would it say that
1: on the? I don't think so. I because I sent you that. I sent you the one thing um, from Mandy From Andy, but yeah. I, bro, go? I'm gonna be honest. How do you say his name? Andy. No, yeah, I gotta be yeah, honest. No, like now, again, you're right. We have to wait for the evidence. Mm-hmm. But I, I told you this earlier before we we were on the show or whatever. I think I texted to you. I was like, it's just another reason why these routine stops—they're not good for anybody. That entire right. that entire situation escalated. And instead of the cops de-escalating and allowing and let's let's be real. This kid was 20. He was mm-hmm. scared. He's in the city where George Floyd was murdered. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let me Sorry. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. He's George Floyd, that whole situation is on trial right now. We're I think we should wait until everything kind of clears the air because murder implies that was yes i'm sorry i'm sorry see even i uh, the narrative hits me i no. the you know the narrative hits me too sometimes (laughs) you get you get going with your words but the (laughs) the case with george Floyd is going on there right in that kids let me say something
0: i'm sorry i'm sorry let me interject when you saying that he was murdered this just goes to show people what we're talking about uh, the point of this podcast suppose the narrative is because when they repeat something over and over and over again. Even if you know it's not true, it gets it's slowly head. getting in there and starts <laughs> yeah. registering.
1: You know, we're not we are not uh, perfect people. We're gonna slip up and say things nope. we don't mean. I did not mean that. That's not it's not what I meant. It just it, it's go ahead though. The, the it works so, well. um, so he's in this. Okay. So this kid probably believes that narrative. Do you mm-hmm. think that's reasonable to say, right? He's in the city where this oh, yeah. happened. He's he's mixed race, right? I believe right. I, I believe his his father's black and his mother is definitely white. Um, right so you're getting fed a narrative all the time that if you walk out your door the police want to gun you down the they're out to get you all this stuff's gonna happen right you get pulled over I believe there were three officers there right for misdemeanor charges and an ex, an, an expired tag right right so as of right now this is what we know there's no there he doesn't have a history of violence right he has he has a history of running away from the cops and so you would think, they would have been aware of that right right uh he so there, i saw the video so he's getting handcuffed the female police officer comes over and sticks her hand down in the like on his on his lower back and the cop is in front of him trying to handcuff him and she does something weird right there right it's really hard right. to tell what exactly was happening
0: and it throws um, that other cop off, cop off i yes. think too which he, messed him up from being able to handcuff him yeah
1: he freaks for whatever reason right Gets back in his car, and he's, and he's clearly trying to get away. And the report, which I think is BS, if I'm being totally honest. And there's right. this whole thing going around right now, kind of comparing these. But the report is saying that the female officer who shot him believes she was pulling her taser.
0: Okay.
1: There's a couple reasons that I think this is bull. One is the feel and weight of a taser versus the Glock twenty-two that she was using, right? Yep,
0: one's ten ounces; the other one's thirty ounces,
1: Uh, give or take. Uh, According to Glock's website, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. According to, I just I pulled these numbers earlier. This is what I was doing, and it's twenty-five. Is this the twenty-two? Yeah, twenty-five point five ounces, give or take, like a little bit. Yes, the Glock, right? Um, I own a Glock nineteen right it's don't not a 40
0: it. huh it's youtube don't show it <laughs> oh no we're banned we're banned <laughs> it's empty i promise <laughs> i
1: checked um they're about the same weight Just look down the hole to make sure yeah they're about the same weight and i don't i don't think the the weight of that includes the ammo um so if your magazine has ammo in it, it it's going to weigh mm-hmm. another like ounce 30. or so yeah around there all of that being said generally from what I've seen you can even you can go back and you can look at the 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 previous clip from uh, the man that was pulled over in Virginia the officer that was mm-hmm. pulled over in Virginia the taser is on a different part of their body from where their handgun is right yeah so- I
0: believe I wonder if it, I don't know if it's it makes sense if you probably would want the firearm to be where the person's dominant hand is so if the person was left-handed you probably would have the um, gun on their left hip or whatnot but i believe it's typically gun on the right taser on the left and here's the thing
1: that felt okay i we've heard a lot of excuses whether whether Mm -hmm. or we've heard a lot of reasonings behind why an incident happened the way that it did why an officer did what they did right Mm -hmm. um as far as we know the um hang on let me make sure i get his his name correct um dante Mm -hmm. didn't have the firearm with him on him Right, he did not shoot at the police. Right. right, he was trying to flee. And yes, he did have those two warrants and the expired tags. Do you believe that's justification for what happened?
0: That's hard situation.
1: Because my answer is no.
0: I don't feel like I don't. I don't. I think there's nuance to it. I agree. Uh, I know people, people probably won't like to hear that. So I think but there's a lot of just a very bunch of different variables. This is the importance of things going to trial and why we have it. And so I'm going to throw it off. Let's just say hypothetically, the uh, law enforcement officer is telling hundred percent the truth, right? Yeah. It was an accident. Yeah. Okay. So first off, they're probably going to look at, okay, uh, not that this is an excuse, but just provides more reason. How long has she been out of the police academy? How long has she's she been? A, she's a in-
1: veteran officer from what the report I read was. Okay. How long, you know, are we dealing with here? Uh, yeah, um, I mean, th- dude, honestly, this is one of the biggest problems with reporting right now I, is that there's no details and stuff that people report on. But there's is-
0: not and some people will say veteran and it's like 6 months. Um I asked that because I saw something and, and I read a report earlier when I was looking up gun deaths that said 567,000 gun deaths. But it doesn't tell you anything. That's a, from like described as a nineteen ninety se- something to two thousand and whatever.
1: Described as a senior member of the force, so okay. the, the she's not new, right? You don't right. describe so someone as new, a senior member if they're like a rookie,
0: right? I think that she should be held accountable for accidentally grabbing the the wrong um, weapon, which was her firearm, and discharging it and killing him uh because she was aiming for her taser and pick up the wrong one let's just say in the heat of the moment things happen it's easy I, okay. for us yeah. to sit on this side and play monday quarterback and be like again this isn't anyone excusing what she did this is just saying it's easy for us to be like it's like i saw a picture on twitter going around um saying how do you confuse a taser and it was bright yellow taser for this. And it was a Glock. It, yeah, and it's not the same like, thing. Well, yeah, duh. You put them on a table. Everybody's going to be like, well, no duh. But yeah. in the midst of that situation with so much going on, even with someone who's senior mistakes happen and things happen, even- she could have easily, you know, just in the heat of not even thinking about it, the weight in her hand, grab her gun. And I think she probably instinctively just grabbed there because most officers, it seems like from what I've seen, tend to do that. And, then grabbed it and discharged it. But at this, so I think she should be held accountable for doing that. Cause she says she didn't mean to do that. She wasn't trying to take his life and whatever law or whatnot is appropriate for that, for her to be held accountable to, I think is at the same time, you also have to say he has accountability in this too. Both of them have accountability in this. He should not have gotten in his vehicles with a cop right there, both cops right there and tried to flee. Cause that did put their life in danger. It did. Okay. I mean, I don't. And so I don't I'm not know sitting for here sure, saying that. But... Ju- I am not making an argument that he should have been shot to death. That's not my argument. I'm just saying it's a sucky situation for everyone involved. I I, I under. You know what I mean? I understand. I it. Like he probably has been fed this. He's been fed this narrative. He's probably fearful for his life. I am not saying that because of his past crimes he deserved to die. He deserved to get shot. No, I'm not saying that. I am not saying that he necessarily deserved to be shot fleeing in the vehicle. But... we well, definitely did I think that's, that's pretty clear, though, if right? If you don't comply... What'd you say? I said that's
1: pretty clear, right? Like, he didn't deserve to get shot.
0: No. But it stands the reason also that you can't expect nothing to happen. He... How old was he? He 20. was 20 years old. He's an adult. This is what people don't like to hear. Yeah. This is what people don't like to hear. He's an adult. He's not a child. He, he He's a dumb kid in that sense because we now we've pushed adolescence so far along that you don't become an adult until mm-hmm. you're not even 21, 26, 28 or whatnot, because you got to, you know, graduate from college. Well, well, you have to hang else. on. Well,
1: you have to, you have to definitely, there has to be like a marker for that for, but right. see, this is the thing, man, is that all of the stuff that we're talking about is based on arbitrary things the state puts in place. Yep. So, exactly. You know,
0: I, and that's why I was going to get at, I think, I think a lot of, th- factors outside of both the cop and this young man played a role in this i agree of this yeah when it is that none neither of them should have been in this situation right
1: i i we've talked about this a little bit but the this the question that has to be asked across the board with all these situations because no one wants to do this everyone wants to throw up hashtags and talk about marching but never wants to be a solutionary when it comes mm-hmm. to any of the stuff that's going on so George Floyd happened a little over a year ago and you're telling me that the cops haven't done anything it, like they, they kind of defunded the police, but then like not really because they think they were having trouble with it. You know, it's like, okay. I I understand these cops yeah. being stressed about the situation, but it, again, it goes back to the question. Like if, if his, if, if his, uh, the things that he broke the lo- the law doing, right. Right. If they were, if there was no one that was being aggressed upon in those situations, right. So he he owned an illegal firearm and had it somewhere at like as from what we know, right. And that's all we have to go on. Right. Everything that he did was a, a misdemeanor, right. So he it wasn't fe- right. it wasn't a federal offense. And more than right. likely, if it was a misdemeanor, it means that there, it wasn't a violent offense because I think if you have a firearm and you use it violently against someone and you flee i think you can get federal charges for for something like that that es- that yeah. escalates things because if you rob a place like if you rob a place you have a gun like it's it the charges go up significantly from there right so as far as we know he had it he freaked out ran from the cops so he has a history of that okay right but he also just got pulled over for an arbitrary charge something that the state requires you to do and he ended up dead
0: Right now, we don't know if he's running away because he is afraid or, you know, because he's afraid the cops are going to kill me or because he's afraid I don't want to go to jail. So two different types of being sure, afraid afraid and then has a history of running away from the cops. I'm just playing devil's advocate mm -hmm. here. And so I think she has to have accountability for her. Yes, he also has to have accountability for what he did with the current with the current law. Again, yeah. that does not mean that equals.
1: And this is where,
0: shot. but if I,
1: this I, is where the- so both
0: my both my parents were cops. Right, I grew up with cops. I was taught my parents sat me down and said, "Hey, I don't care if the cops a hundred percent in the wrong. At the cop, you listen to everything the cop says because it could be your life." And these are my parents who are cops. Yes. And one of them is a federal agent now.
1: And here's where so, oh, here's where the uh yeah. the the argument comes in from the libertarian side. Is is that and this is honestly, this is something that and not in this specific situation, but this is something that like churchgoers, really, like people who are religious in this country have to decide. It's like at what point do you willfully disobey the cops? Yeah. You know what I mean? And now it was this situation. I don't know. I'm still on currently on the side of this was not, this was in a a good idea at all with them being the authority in the situation right mm-hmm. the onus should be on them to handle the situation properly dude,
0: it kind of seemed like when she stepped in she made everything worse she did like i don't have all the videos <laughs> and everything but it seemed like everything probably would have gone smoothly and when she steps in Oh, it, it yeah,
1: and <laughs> then and here's the thing, man. Is like okay, dives. And, and this isn't this again. Going back to this, I uh, this because there is a bit of a. You look at what at, at police officers and you look at civilians, right? Mm-hmm. When I when I got my concealed carry, I was told you never draw or put your finger on the trigger unless you plan on shooting, right? Yep. In both of these situations, guns were drawn. And I think now, and I'm saying I think because it's hard to tell even in in the, the first video, right, uh, with the mm-hmm. uh, the lieutenant. I think the police officers had their fingers on the trigger. It's hard to tell right. that they're you know I don't. No one's ever going to pay. I don't think that much attention to the detail because they were clearly in the wrong for a lot of other things. But is this like do you, is this not taught by police officers? Like they're Dude, they have. Can we make it?
0: Can huh? we make it better for you? What? That video I was telling you about earlier of that chick that tackled the sixteen-year-old yeah. boy, um, teenager, uh, when she was pulled over for a DUI, her mother touched the cop's right side of the hip where the gun was, and the cop didn't do anything. Man, I mean, this chick too, and she had, was trying to stop them from arresting her daughters and every, her daughter and everything. Yeah, and this mother. Got like seven warnings. I'm like, man, I wouldn't have gotten one. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I would have been. I, I, I've had my fair confrontations with. I've had confrontations with officers who are good. Sure. I've had confrontations with officers that who were not so nice Me too. and not so. I don't mean nice. Who were just uh, bad cops. Yeah. So all, but thankfully it helped having all of uh, this parents to, who were cops
1: all so. of this to be said, I think the thing that people are still missing in these situations is that uh, Minnesota hasn't done anything since last year. there's there's clearly been no change in what's been going on there and no attempt to I oh God it sounds so like I, I kind of hate saying it but like to heal the state a little bit. And this is yeah. the thing is that I don't think I don't think Minnesota has any intention of doing what's right for their people. Right. Because no one's talking is, about how can we make things safer for our people and also yeah. for our police officers. Like, And this is where I exactly. come from with this idea of routine stops are not ne- they're just not necessary. There are a million right. there are legitimately a million other ways that you could handle uh, dealing with the situation. And this is where I come in with this like, look. Libertarians need to take a step back, right? Mm -hmm. We understand the end point, right? It's that, like I talk about that saying about abolition, right? There are certain Mm -hmm. things that we want abolished, that I personally want abolished, but there are steps to get there, right? right? It's a slow process. So if we start with the question of what can we do to make citizens safer, right? I think that needs to come in first. And then what can we also do to make the police safer? Because you, you have to have that conversation with conservatives. Cause if you just mow over a lot of these people, you might win over a couple people that are like, yeah, these guys suck. Like we don't, you know, but if you're not able to sit there and go, okay, let's start slow. Like what can we do that is going to make citizens safer? Right? It's like, well, why do we need to have all of these routine stops when it's clear, right? There's been incident after incident of cops being pulled over and getting hurt by people when they, when they do that and vice versa.
0: I think the problem is, is that when these situations happen, the left automatically screams racism and burns things down and the right comes out and says cops, good perpetrator, bad because the person looked at weed once that tweet I was telling you about. And it's like me waits for details to come out. Yeah. I mean, because the George Floyd trial is a perfect case of why you wait for, um, why we have this process of innocent until proven guilty and you're proven, uh, your guilt is proven in court and it's incumbent upon the prosecutor to prove your guilt, um, or if you are guilty or not. Yeah. Um, and so, because in this George Floyd trial, we've seen, um, now, not if you're listening to the mainstream media, um, uh, but if you're actually following the you, trial yourself you and listening dig. to more independent news, yeah. man, this is not going to go the way that they're, Planning it to be, and I believe they're stoking that on purpose. Yeah. If you, like this country is probably about to erupt once he's yeah. probably more than likely going to be acquitted.
1: If you haven't heard about the shoulder blade argument for what's going on with the George Floyd case, you need to go educate yourself seriously.
0: This, this is the whole thing with the Philando Castile. I think that's his name. The gentleman in Minneapolis again, who was uh, what, what is shot them, by the dude? police officer. Oh, it's not just him. Some chick, uh, some white chick, was shot and killed by uh, a police officer, um, and she called. She's the one who called nine one one about a sexual assault on her. I remember that. And, and was it shot she Australian?
1: Wasn't she Australian? <laughs> What's up with these was guys that, in was Minneapolis? That, was that that story of yes. the Australian woman who called? A I can't remember if that was that one. Dude, there's been yes, so many. It was. of them. and then it was. listen, she okay. Was, and is
0: <laughs> All I know is that do not stop in Minneapolis, whatever you do.
1: You're kind of making my point is that the cops need to be demilitarized because the, yeah. it's like, you know, they want to, everyone wants to throw around that. Like w- they were doing this with COVID where they're like one mm-hmm. death is one too many or whatever. And it's like, all right, I, you know, uh, there's certain things that are unnecessary, but when there's a pa- when there's a clear pattern that's kind of Coming out, yeah, and everyone, everyone goes defund the police or no, back the blue, and then nothing happens, and then you know we continue in this cycle, and then someone right. will point out, well, we just keep continuing in this cycle, and then this stuff just keeps going. It's like you're not doing anything, right? Like,
0: well, I was going to mention with the with uh, Mr. Castillo, I'm not going to go into that whole thing, yeah. But what happened is that the prosecutor in that saw a charge that they couldn't prove based on based on the evidence you could have proved the lesser charge and got them convicted but they want to again it's like they're trying to go for first degree murder in this and now they're also going for second degree and third degree but in the mr castile i believe they're going for second or first i want to say um and it was way too high a charge when if you would have dropped one down that would have been which would have been accidental manslaughter negligence or whatnot um, you could have got him on, and think, again, then it comes out. Oh, uh, justice system is corrupt, and it's right. like, well, no, the prosecutor's just an idiot. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's the stuff that has nothing to do yeah. with the justice system. That's the stuff that, you that has everything to do with the
3: prosecutor being dude, an it, idiot. It
1: goes back to this thing again, where he, and and this is like this is an Eric July thing, but he is like, people cry and moan about how the police suck, and then they beg the government to do something about it, and the government's not yep. going to do anything about it. Because the police work for the state, in the same way with this like FBI stuff, right? It, it, it kind of, it, honestly the the argument for the FBI being abolished I think is a significantly easier argument than yeah. police, and that's again it goes yeah. back to this thing where I especially I, with the
0: racist history. Yeah,
1: well, not only that, but the whole Waco thing. Uh, yeah, and Waco oh, not thing. only okay, so with, like between Waco and the whole thing with Hillary Clinton and her getting uh, protected by the FBI in that situation, right? It's like, how? It's like, was they, that
0: the, I thought Waco was ATF. It's
1: both. Probably both. I believe it's both.
0: They both get blamed yeah. for that. But you're, ahead,
1: you man. are right. The ATF is the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's both. Yeah, they were working yeah. in tandem with that, I'm pretty sure. I'm actually, uh, I want to do a whole um, episode centered around that like i want to i want to put like a bunch of research into it for an episode like if we can't meet one week or whatever then Mm -hmm. we'll have that kind of in the chamber to be able to put out is like hey Mm. here's a um a thing i want to do there's a lot of stuff i want to do that with but that one was one i was thinking about today was it'd be really good to kind of talk about the history of waco and some of some of that other stuff that surrounds it so um let's go ahead and move on because we're obviously not going to solve the world's problems tonight uh i have another clip of everyone's favorite president, I know he's Joseph's favorite president.
0: Dude, he is. He told me in CFPD uh, voted mine, for him, but he's the most popular president of all he time. He's the most—that's for sure.
1: The most popular president of all time, Mr. Joe Biden. All sleepy he himself. Had, uh, he had this to say. Maybe
3: I look out there and I see so many members of Congress who've led in this fight, so many of you who've never given up so many of you are in, can absolutely determined as murph and others are to get this done we got a long way to go it seems like we always have a long way to go but also uh, today we're taking steps to confront not just the gun crisis but what is actually a public health crisis nothing nothing i'm about to recommend in any way impinges on the second amendment they're phony arguments suggesting that these are Second Amendment rights at stake from what we're talking about. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. You can't yell crowd, you can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater. We call it freedom of speech. In the very beginning, you couldn't own any weapon you wanted to own. From the very beginning of the Second Amendment existed, certain people weren't allowed to have weapons. So the idea it's just bizarre to suggest that some of the things we're recommending are contrary to the Constitution. Gun violence in this country is an epidemic.
1: Sorry, I had to mute myself. Um, yeah. Do you? Want, can I start? Do you mind? There's a couple things that I want to point out
0: in this. Are you going to talk about how much you miss Trump oh, and how he was much more entertaining?
1: Okay, so I'm not going to lie. I was literally thinking about that today. I was like, dude, I, you know, I have many, many issues with that man, but today was one of those days where I was like, man, we could have really used some of, some of his insanity at his rallies or like just one of those things where you're like, God, he just, you know, he was, you know, people hate him, but he was entertaining. I mean, he's an entertainer. That was his, that was literally his job before he became the president. So, um, Okay, first thing should probably be that he said no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. Um, That should scare everyone. Um, I mean, people make that joke where they're like, well, now I don't have to pay federal taxes, right? If it's not absolute, (laughs) why should I have to do that? And I'm like, yes, but it also means that they could take away the ability for people to come
0: stay in your home that you don't want there. It's like, yep. Yeah, and take away your freedom of speech, take away this and that. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily that they'll repeal that, but they'll say, this is approved speech. This is why yeah. this is, this is why it's dangerous. Yes. So is because I think, cause that's limiting. If it's your free speech, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he's go ahead though. Take the leave.
1: Oh yeah. no, no, no. I was going to say the only other thing, and I want to make sure that this gets out there. So people understand this. He said that you are legally not allowed to scream fire in a crowded theater. That is not true. Um, I actually, if I want to make sure, I put this uh, this in the show notes. But this is uh, from an article. It says uh, Schneck was basically overturned by Brandenburg v. Ohio decision, which found that the First Amendment protects speech unless it is likely to incite uh, imminent lawless acts, which yelling fire in a theater does not. So he's lying. He and I believe he has some sort of degree in law or. or talks you know by i mean listen if you were listening to that clip you heard biden mumbling through half of that
0: david but in his defense he's used to plagiarizing so when he has to talk it's new for him okay (laughs) it's that's what's literally not only has he plagiarized through this past nomination cycle uh becoming democrat nominee bro uh, the presidential cycle But the other five times he ran for president, he also plagiarized. So, it just shows everyone that you can plagiarize your way through life and succeed. Yeah. So, anyway. uh, No, man. He's just full of crap. I mean, the other thing he said was that the Second Amendment um, limited the people who could own weapons and what type of weapons they could own. That's a lie uh, because private citizens own cannons and battleships. So... There's that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he didn't read his history. Uh, so I mean, it's just—I mean, he's full of crap. You know, uh, he it is. is. He you is. know, it's just someone. You know, it's just Kamala Harris. You know, or something, Obama dude. It, it's just talking him, points. You know,
1: he is as much an NPC yeah. as most of the people on Twitter.
0: Oh gosh, you know it's Obama or Kamala <laughs> running that crap.
1: Apparently, you know he talks it's to Obama all joke? the time. Come on, yeah. yeah. Apparently, Obama yeah, talks Joe, to him all my the my butt.
0: Maybe when the five seconds he's cognizant. Yeah, but
1: uh well let's let's stay on this i i think these next few clips we're gonna kind of roll through and then we can talk a little bit we're gonna get a little bit of more joe and some uh some old school obama in here as well Um, let's do it let me bring this up all right here's the first one maybe
4: Uh, Regarding the filibuster, at John Lewis's funeral, President Barack Obama said he believed the filibuster was a relic of the Jim Crow era. Do you agree? Yes. If not, why not abolish it if it's a relic of the Jim Crow era?
0: (laughs) Sorry, that pan in.
1: Successful
3: electoral (laughs) politics is the art of the possible. Silence. Let's figure out how we can get this done and move in the hang direction on. of politics is the art of the possible.
1: Hang on, hang on. I just, I want people to try to interpret what he's saying right here.
4: Pro-era. Oh,
3: Successful electoral politics is the art of the possible. <laughs> Successful electoral
0: politics.
3: <laughs> and move in the direction of significantly changing the abuse of even the filibuster rule first it's been abused from the time it came into being by an extreme way in the last 20 years uh,
1: so he doesn't want to get rid of the jim crow era law or he 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 like wants to get rid of parts of it even though he admitted that it was like bad Yeah. She's like, so this thing is basically what she's asking is people believe this thing is racist. Do you want to get rid of it? And he basically goes, well, no, but maybe some of it. Yeah. Because it's been abused. And then it's just like, well, what is it? Doesn't that make the whole thing corrupt? And And I'm not speaking for personal opinion, because to be honest, this filibuster stuff is odd to me. And I I would like to do more research into it, but. Do you want me to no, play? I think it?
0: the oh, the the purpose of the filibuster is you have to have, I believe. It's to stall votes on stuff. But I think the rule in a part of the filibuster, I could be wrong on this, but I think is, is that you have you have to have sixty votes in the Senate. Yes. For something. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Democrats want to go to a strict 51-50 and I don't think that that is good. I think the sixty uh, to have 40 bipartisanship makes more sense. Some sort of yeah, bipartisanship. Some sort of bipartisanship. You just the majority can't just steamroll through the minority unless, again, you had sixty Democrats, you know, that were senators. Yeah. Um, Here, let me play this next you one know, because from, it's going to come back and bite them if they want to go that route. Let me play this next one from Obama.
1: I believe this is him agreeing with Joe or yep. going a little harder than Joe did.
3: Politicians, not the other way around. And if all this takes eliminating the filibuster, another Jim Crow relic, in order to secure the God-given rights of every American, then that's what we should do.
1: Okay, so these are the most recent uh, ones, right? Where they want to to get rid of the filibuster, meaning that it would be 50-51 in order to
0: get something passed correct right okay correct so which they have now because the vice president is the um 51st. splitting vote because it's 50 50 right now she counts as 51 okay
1: dude okay i want to get to the the next two because the it kind of yes, shows the, hypocr- was- the hypocrisy of this thing but let me just say like the jim crow thing is becoming the new nazi thing
0: it really it is, is. They new Nazi thing and everybody keeps throwing around the term toxic like crazy. And it's if everything's racist, if, if everything's Jim Crow, if everything's toxic, Jim Eagle. If everything's <laughs> Did you remember oh, yeah, Jim Eagle. <laughs> then, then essentially nothing is. Yeah. If yeah. everything is white supremacy, then nothing is white supremacy. Yeah. Because you can't adequately find it and see it. Yeah. Because now everything is. It's ghost hunting. That and uh, yep. this is that's
1: you know, I I I will continue to take credit for coining that term but this whole idea of people trying to find stuff in places that you know they're like oh it's here here's this thing um this happens a lot in in church culture right now where people will say well there's white supremacy here there's this here but then they never actually point to it they just kind of give yeah. you a general like wide direction of this thing is a problem because of racism or name mm-hmm. your poison right and then you go okay can you can and you know this is like my favorite response right now to a lot of people's like source what's your source can exactly. you, you need to be able to actually give me definitive proof on this like we all went it's like mo- a lot of us went to college you have to you know cite your sources in that situation so what is your source what is your your uh it's not secondary source a uh, primary source in the situation
0: right. so here here's well, uh, funny. Oh, they say that it's that these are racist yet we're about to see them defend these racist laws <gasps> are you sure I think so all right here we go for a long time
1: hmm. that's interesting you know who might not agree with president obama senator obama in 2005 when the republicans were trying to do the same thing as the majority power party to push president george w bush's nominees through back of course then it was pronounced nuclear option here's what the future president said about that in 2005
2: but if the right of free and open debate is taken away from the minority party and the millions of Americans who ask us to be their voice, I fear that the already partisan atmosphere in Washington will be poisoned to the point where no one will be able to agree on anything.
0: Republicans obviously today are furious about this rule change. It takes away one of the most powerful weapons in the Senate for the minority party. Sen- okay,
1: so um, he's obviously flip-flopped right i mean yep this is this is like a typical politician yeah flip-flopping you'll hear it they all do it right that someone's like oh he's flip-flopping it's like well
0: you flip-flop on things as well um they're trying to get their agenda passed or they're mm -hmm. using the race card yeah so
1: here's here's the thing that's really interesting if it's true that the minority party or the minority opinion if you will uh, is protected by the filibuster being enacted, then it's not racist. It's not a Jim Crow relic, right? Because, and this is the libertarian in me coming out again, uh, That the minority opinion is not always the wrong opinion. Would, would you agree with that? Right. So if the minority, like, okay, so this is why democracy sucks, right? And, the, and I, I can't remember if we've, I'm sure we talked about it on the show, and I'll just keep using these examples. But um, if, if I'm in a room with you and three other people and all four of you vote to beat me up and I vote not to beat me up and we're in a democracy, it means that you can beat me up, right? Right. But because it has to, you know, there has to be an agreement among all parties. And obviously it's not exactly the same with the way that it works there. Mm -hmm. But what we're talking about is I have a safe haven by being part of the minority uh, in not being beaten up. My My vote counts because... You guys can't. Oh, you you can't just use your power to abuse me. Uh, that's kind of how it works, guys. Like, you know, we talk about this with Second Amendment all the time. We talk about it, like any anything where there is an argument where one side is trying to take away something from uh, another party, right? You don't necessarily get to do that, even if you have the ma- you have the majority opinion, right? So, right. where where we are right now, Biden has. Uh, the executive, the House, and the Senate, correct? He just doesn't have Mm -hmm. the judiciary. Right. Right now. Um, now. Working (laughs) on that one. And as someone who is a a Second Amendment advocate, uh, I am currently, my opinion is in the minority, if you will, even if there's more people in the country that actually believe in Second Amendment rights. Right. But just because Joe Biden and his people in government believe uh, that I should have something taken away from me does not give them the right to vote and take that away from me, right? Mm-hmm. And so if the Senate is now 50-50 and Kamala Harris is the deciding vote, that means the mon- the minority in this country that goes against anything, essentially the minority in this country because it goes anything against the current uh, the current power in the White House, mm-hmm. we don't actually have a say in how things are done, right? Right, right this is one of the reasons i'm a libertarian
0: (laughs) exactly we'll get to the next one on uh i think the next one is uh, to finish it up yeah joe biden
2: there's one thing i've learned in my years here once you change the rules and surrender the senate's institutional power you never get it back isn't what really is going on here the majority doesn't want to hear what others have to say sound familiar Senator Moynihan, my good friend who I served with for years, said, You're entitled to your own opinion, but not your own facts. The nuclear op- option abandons America's sense of fair play. It's the one thing this country stands for, not filling the player and in field inside on the side of those who control and own the field. I say to my friends on the Republican side, you may own the field right now. But you won't own it forever. And I pray God when the Democrats take back control, we don't make the kind of naked power grab you are doing. But I'm afraid you will teach my new colleagues the wrong lesson. Who was that?
0: (laughs) Dude. Okay, so now play the the next clip about who wanted to end this uh, racist Jim Crow. You're right. Relic law.
1: On, let me bring this back up. Sorry. I, I cut this out too quickly. Too <laughs> I far. forgot. I forgot about. Uh...
3: We have to get rid of what's called the filibuster rule. We have to. And if we don't, the Republicans will never get anything passed. You're wasting your time. We have to get rid of the filibuster rule right now.
1: I cut it there cuz he just he kind of starts yeah. blabbing on about whatever.
0: Um so Trump is the one that's not racist.
1: <laughs> yeah, according to if he wants to get rid Okay, so this is what we had. We had uh Joe Biden who didn't want to get rid of it. Old Joe Biden did not want to get rid of it. New Joe Biden is, is asked this is believed to be a racist policy. Do you want to get rid of it? And he kind of goes, uh, not really, but kind of. And then Obama wanted to get rid of it, but when he was a senator, did not want to get rid of it. Right. But yes, so, and here's what I'll say. And at least, and you you tell me if, if I'm kind of off base with this. I don't think the filibuster is racist. Nope. I actually think the most sane person in all of those videos was Joe Biden from back when that, that his like old, like old school Joe Biden. Right. In that. Okay. To make it clear in that situation, he seemed to be more on point where it's like this, this is in place in order to protect the minority party. Right now we could go get into why there is a need for, people who have the minority opinion to act like in our current system, again, in our current system to have certain things passed that favor the minority, the minority parties, right. Um, that, mm-hmm. pro- that protect them because in the system we're in right now, if the filibuster is not there, you can essentially get run rough shot over your, your beliefs. Uh, yeah. if you don't have the majority in, in power, if you will, what do you think? Right. Am I, am I, yep. am that's I close? Right. Okay.
0: You're right. People say that it's racist because the filibuster, because it was, I believe it came into being during, uh, um, either right before or during the Civil Rights Act. Yeah, it, I think it was used to slow down the progress of the Civil Rights so, Act. So, but that doesn't make itself no, it so racist because it's been used to slow down probably good things doesn't, and bad things. Doesn't that mean
1: know? that at the t- okay? So here, here's the question: If it was enacted to slow down um uh civil the civil civil rights movement there was at least a danger at least some danger of the civil rights movement coming into play for and i'm saying danger in the sense that the people who didn't want it to happen were worried about it happening right right does that make sense
0: yep so
1: yeah it it, obviously it, it seems like
0: it may have been used for racist means, but the law in and of itself isn't racist. Sure.
1: It's like there's also, I mean, like words get use used anything for that. Yeah. Words yeah. get used for racist means. You exactly. Know? It doesn't it doesn't mean that like words should be outlawed because of that. Like, And this is the problem with the breakdown in communication or anything else that we talk about on a regular basis where it's like we're getting to a place where if you say something is racist and then everything becomes racist, you're right nothing is racist at that point and it's impossible to understand when we actually need to be focused at something. Um, And I have said this before. It's like, I would rather that stuff be out in the open. So I know who to avoid.
2: Right. Exactly.
0: Sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm (laughs) right there with you. That's why I don't think um, that's why I'm not for hate speech. And I think the more that it's out in the open, the more that we know who to avoid and who to call out to. And I think as well, it's while we've talked about stuff with the church with these people with Beth Moore saying there's these white supremacists in the church and you know all this stuff and then she doesn't list anyone. I'm like, Yeah, who who are you talking about? You act like they're everywhere. So who are you talking about? Obviously, you have people in mind, call them out because exactly. they need their church needs to hold them up for, for discipline, you know, and we need to know who to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> Again.
1: <Sorry. laughs> I started playing the the last clip for today. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> it was like coming through. You're absolutely but right. Speaking
0: of of Christianity.
1: Oh man! Uh, all right, I'm just going to go straight into these clips because I do it. I think it, it'll explain. Are we those. going to
0: the old maple syrup land? We guys the hockey and maple syrup. We are land? headed
1: back to Canada because I think that something that's very important is to look yeah. at what's going on in Canada right now because they're not that far away. F- I mean, they're definitely not that far from where you live. Um, No, they're not, and they're right over yonder. I really need people to understand how much of an actual psychopath Justin Trudeau is, and the current,
0: you know, I mean, the fact that he trained the Chinese military on winter warfare in Canada says all you need to know. Yeah, about that man. Yeah, and his priorities. Let me make sure the sound is on
2: rcmp are on scene and crews are putting fences up around grace life church our kim smith joins us live now with the latest
4: yeah hi aaron and vanesh yeah i'm here outside grace life church ahs is confirming that it has blocked access to the church by putting fencing around rcmp are also on scene here providing support to ahs workers now that We know that there are supporters on scene here uh, from Grace Life Church. Uh, More and more cars are showing up, parking along the strip. Uh, Grace Life Church and parishioners have defied health orders for months now by not wearing masks, not distancing. Our global news cameras have seen people hugging outside of the church. We also know that Pastor James Coates of Grace Life Church has spent time behind bars as well.
1: Okay, so God forbid people hug each other. I I, I just want to mention before I play the next one, um, Canada's news is basically state-run. Yep. It gets taxpayer dollars. It's state-run. If you want to look at modern fascism, I kind of don't think you have to look much further than Canada at this point.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. He's a criminal, too, so you can't trust him.
1: Yeah. All right, I'm going to the next one. On the first Sunday since RCMP erected a barrier around the Grace Life Church outside Edmonton, a crowd of hundreds gathered in protest. The church had been defying public health orders for months. Earlier in the day, a convoy of supporters set off from Calgary. By midday, the peaceful protest took a turn when a small number of people charged the barrier, tearing portions of the fence down just one of several recent
0: acts of defiance against public health orders. On Tuesday, the Alberta government ordered an end to indoor dining. But by the weekend, places in Calgary, Edmonton,
3: and parts in between were refusing to close their doors. I just don't see the reasoning for it. And if I close again, I may never open again.
1: We've had enough of this. It's not sustainable. We don't like where this is going.
4: We cannot survive if we do
2: another lockdown. My staff, cannot
0: survive you're
1: muted i'm muted uh (laughs) uh so they erected a wall if you will (laughs) around Mm -hmm. a church what did you notice anything and we're gonna get to the the last clip um but did you notice anything about like where that church was located
0: uh it's in edmonton and uh what what about it uh
1: Other it's like in, than, it's like in the middle of nowhere yeah yeah
0: middle if, of nowhere if yeah.
1: you look at uh oh shoot i didn't mean to play this yet if you look at uh the what am i trying to say yeah you look at like where it is and those overhead yeah. views and they're like oh there are people parked on the street it's like you can't even see the helicopters like flying around out there can't even see the people parked on the street right and then the lady, the lady's like, I was going to say this again, but the lady's like, they were hugging. Like, <gasps> Oh gasp. no. Like it, it's just like clutching my pearls. Like they were uh, hugging. They,
0: they, how dare they hug. <laughs> COVID's going around and there's a 1% 0.001% chance. That <laughs> um,
1: okay. So in, the, uh, that'll happened. There was a protest, They tore down the fence, uh, I believe this past weekend, right? Um, Right. and, And then this happened.
2: Now the shock troops are coming.
3: They have gas masks, so they're getting ready for uh, pepper spray. need protection from churches. 200 cops Communists now. Communists and Nazis yeah. need we're to be church, protected from guys, churches. You're yeah. on the wrong side. The police. So we're at close to 200, 200 cops now. Uh, gas masks. And work for the Visors the and stuff. Masks gas masks for. That the police are here to 200 cops. And a helicopter. 40 vehicles for one church.
1: So, Grace Life in Alberta had their pastor arrested, had a fence erected around their building, they took action, tore the fence down, and they sent two, okay, so who knows if it was really 200 cops, like, I don't know if that's actually been uh, completely reported, or you know it's like right. how accurate like the count Verified. is but that was a lot of
0: cops yeah it was and where the why is it, isn't this blown up on twitter within christianity like where Bro. are the people calling this out this is wrong because people have been manipulated manipulated by the narrative of covid and again this is, isn't saying that covid isn't serious or it's real. not saying that but the public individuals should have the right to assess the risk that they want to take exactly with their life exactly vaccinated or not vaccinated i you're entitled to life liberty pursuit of happiness there's no asterisk no apostrophe and beyond that just biblically yeah. i mean i don't want to we're all get, made in god's image and you know that's where it starts and that's where it ends i don't want to get too deep into this we have this. that christian liberty and freedom i'm sorry go yeah, ahead yeah you're
1: good i'll say you know i don't want to get too deep into this tonight Because I think there's probably a time for this to kind of reassess what I will say as how the church as a whole, like as a collective, handled the last year. If I was going to give them a letter grade based on personal beliefs, Mm -hmm. I would give them a D.
0: Yeah, with the exception of a few. Exactly. That's Grace why Life it's, it's being not, one. Yeah. John MacArthur's church being one. Yeah. Our church did a great job. I know some other churches who did a great job. Um, I worry
1: legitimately that churches are were too quick to just disperse, go online, and were willing to stay that way. Now, if you go to like a really small church and you guys completely buck the system, like awesome, cool. Right. You made your choice to do that, right? Um, I know that the church that I went to had elders who were saying, mm-hmm. This is not healthy. This is not sustainable. We need mm-hmm. to reopen. They are now doing. RSVPs for main service, which is insane to me personally. I've heard all the, ar- listen, I've heard all the arguments. Yeah. It's still insane to me personally to go, Whatever, you, you need to. Stop
0: trying to kill my grandmother. <laughs> Shut up, David. <laughs> Shut up, David.
1: <laughs> you say, like, But that's the thing. It's like saying, Joseph, I know you want to come to church, but you have to RSVP, right? You have to make a reservation.
0: You have a reserve seat. $50. And
1: it's just like, what? And then,
0: <laughs> did they put money on it <laughs> no thank god dude <laughs> would... for, for these <laughs> people oh my god yeah
1: <laughs> and then you hear well they're, and this is the, this is the the argument that i hear most of the time is well they're just keeping their head down till things get back to normal right why do you think let things let, are going to get back to normal
0: let me exactly let me read this for you. This, so so we're both Christians, so yeah. let me bring the Bible up in this. <laughs> good. And, and
2: there you go.
0: <laughs> let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, and all that stuff. Is, so, is that
1: last part in there, and all that
0: stuff? Yeah, and all that <laughs> stuff. Joseph paraphrase version. <laughs> it keeps on going. I'm not. I don't want, I don't need to read the whole chapter, but. Uh, so, why shouldn't you obey? The government when it comes to covid they've been instituted by
1: god who's the higher authority in the situation though (laughs) i see you smirking (laughs) (laughs) here's the question here here's here's the question i'm the one asking the questions why 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 were um let's just uh, uh okay why were the political powers, let's just put it that way because you can name a couple different groups, why were they pissed at
0: Jesus? Because he was a revolutionary, because he was preaching against their authority, their power, their... um, Who's was a good way to say this. He upended the power structure there, their way of life. Right.
1: Is that not what those people are doing in God's name as well. Yep. And didn't the state kill Jesus? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Do I have to say anything else? (laughs) Exactly.
0: I think, I think when it starts going against God's word, that's where I would say you use the complete context of the Bible. Yeah. 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 You you know, meeting regularly, fellowshipping and now don't get me wrong. how many governments have restricted the, I mean, heck, when this was written, or after this was written, Nero restricted the Christians from gathering. Yeah, and had a bunch of them killed, but they still met, had secret church, and all that good stuff. Yes, and I, but so, here's
1: the thing: that was I would tell you that that's not what Zoom is.
0: Yeah. So no, I, I, no, 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 that's not what Zoom is.
1: I understand. Listen, oh man, it's it, it's tough, right? But it, this is the this is honestly, I think the time where people have to stand up. Oh. To, well, I'm gonna say, let me Thank just say this. Finish it off. They have to stand up to the the dominant opinion of church leaders, not necessarily because what church leaders is, are doing is 100% wrong, but because ultimately the, they have to ask, ask the question if you break the rules, right? Who are you, like, or like, if you don't break the rules, who are you hurting the most? And if you do break the rules, who are you hurting the most, right? And right. so. I understand that like people did not wholly understand this thing when it was first enacted. Yes. Right. But if you want to talk about the authority of this country, right, Mm -hmm. I would tell you that the founding documents that give you the liberty to meet with your church, to not be locked down, to not do these things, right? is a higher authority than the bureaucrats in Washington telling you to do all these things for a
0: power. Separation of church and state. Yeah.
1: If you want to, if you want to get into the details of the stuff, we can go into the details. Like I am definitely not afraid to do that. I do not like that. There like was so many churches that I saw that it was just, yes, sir. We'll close down for nine months. Now we're not even fully opened, you know. And then there's been like very little outreach on top of that. So
0: it's and here's the thing: what the reason why Zoom isn't church is because of this right here. Uh, it, when I did long distance from my wife for three months, uh, while I was up here working and and she was uh, back in Florida, um, and we did FaceTime and everything. I'm not getting it. If she was to say to me. Well, I'm glad we're spending time together and I'm glad we're we're meeting, we're together and, and everything. We're not really together. No. Like I can't feel her warmth. I can't touch her. I can't kiss her. I can't hold you. Know, there's a lot that's missing. Yeah. And that's all involved. I mean the the, the getting together. <laughs> we understand <is> Joseph <laughs> <laughs> in the church. <laughs> um <laughs> but, but you're yeah, exactly. And
2: that's what like
0: coming together, gathering as a body, as one, meeting together, fellowshipping, meeting the needs of the saints, yep. coming together. And that's not taking what's risk, happening with Zoom.
1: Taking risk yep. is involved. And this is this is what it really comes down to is that Count the cost. They, yes, Count the, cost. the church in this situation was so willing to just go along with everything. They I I mean, like you've seen so few of them push back. On the things. Now, I understand that what's going on in Canada is significantly more severe than what's going on mm-hmm. here, right? But if you were willing to do it for that, when things get even tougher and things are scarier. Do you think they're going to be willing to do it like how like yep. and this is the insane thing to me, because when you and I were in college, right, when we were really kind of learning about, I'll say like kind of these reformed movements or people trying to get mm-hmm. back to what um, what the scriptures really talk about. And, you know, they were talking about like uh, going on mission and doing all these things yeah. and counting the cost and, um, you know, giving your life for the gospel and all this stuff. That was what we were sold, essentially, right? And I don't mean yep. that. I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but that is what we were sold. Right. Covid happens. All of that goes out the window.
3: All Almost a hundred
1: percent. That's what bothers me. At the end of the yep. day, that is one hundred percent what bothers me. Is that now it's stay home, stay safe, don't come to church. You might kill grandma, even if she wants to visit with you in person, and that is what she wants to take the risk doing, and you're okay with that too we don't have that anymore right we don't we don't have you know going on mission going to these other countries and fighting about like the the church doesn't i don't think quite sees the end game picture with a lot of this stuff
3: mm-hmm.
1: if you can't get to other countries right if you're barred from reaching these other other places or whatever you literally can't go on mission right yep. if you can't meet as the church you can't help disciple people in order to do those things right you can't help raise people up
0: discipleship and what else was going on people's mental health was suffering yes. suicides were up people's businesses like, were going on uh, there where anonymous? was the church oh we're gonna meet on zoom
1: yeah oh alcohol anonymous <laughs> or you know whatever the case may be is that what it, is that what it is aa
0: aa uh celebrate recovery yeah um
1: you know you can't do that over zoom long term it does not work like no agenda had people call the, uh writing into their show saying i was in one of those recovery programs and it has been miserable for me since the lockdowns right
0: it's been miserable for a lot of people
1: uh, yeah it, dude It just and
0: shout out to my uh to my great grandmother who told me joseph i don't care i'm going out they're yeah. not gonna, they can do dude. whatever they want to they're not going to stop me and my, she's 89 my mom's the same way like, I mean, shout out to her. She's like, I, I want to live my life. Mm-hmm. They're not going to keep me in. I'm going to be, I'm going to distance all this stuff. But, you know, and, and that's what it is. It should be your personal choice because you would rather live your life than just exist. You know? Yes. And so we want to be able to, you can't spread the gospel and fulfill the great commission by just being stuck at home. Yes. Absolutely
1: right so and then it's like anyway so we we did have a couple other things there was a uh actually i am going to play let me play this one clip uh we'll, we're going to skip a couple things we'll save them for next week um that's fine but this i want to uh,
0: when, when we end the show just end the show with that uh last clip and then yes as soon as the gonna, clips over with just end it i'm gonna just zoom.
1: <laughs> i'm gonna play <laughs> cliffhanger i'm gonna play this no this isn't the right okay Uh, this was, okay, so we've talked a little bit about one of my big things and something I've been telling a lot of, oops, a lot of people that I've talked to about things that they disagree with, right? Or things that they believe are infringements upon them as, as a person, because that's something that's big in the libertarian party. It's like, listen, at the end of the day, no matter what you think of the constitution, if, um, if you are being aggressed upon as an individual, that's wrong, right? Um, Right. And this is an example and hopefully we'll give some people a little bit of hope as far as you can do you can do this. If you own a small business and someone is harassing you, it's like you have the ability to fight back. Even I know it's going to be hard. I know that um, it's not an easy road to go down. But if you actually Mm want to fight for your individual rights, this is this is a a starting point. So let me play this real quick and then uh, I'll play the final clip and then we'll get out of here. All right. Oops. Oops. And, uh, i you on the
4: you, know, you see the signs on the door there, Okay, can you
3: understand what you're doing here? the Okay,
0: okay. You
3: are okay. Right.
0: Well, you are. You can ask leave another Get Get
3: up. Get, up, up. get up! Get up! Get up! Get up! Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up.
0: <laughs> oh man, I love it dude
1: So, I, and I don't know if you guys could 100% hear What was what was going on there But at one point she says uh, This is my private property, do you understand that And the guy goes, well I disagree He's like, she goes, this is my private property And you can't be here if I don't want you here And he goes, well I disagree And she goes, oh you disagree And then everyone pretty much starts screaming get out um, And that's it man Like we have, let's, this is the thing It's like We do not live um, in Rome And we're not being thrown to lions. Like, we have laws and a structure in this country that protects each individual, right? Despite what you want to believe is a racist history, whatever the case may be, we can fight for the rights of the individual to live their lives. I think, and I think that is, yeah, I think that that is a higher authority than the bureaucrats in Washington. It's my personal opinion. We can argue about it. If you think that they have some sort of like legal claim to tell me what to do with my life and you want to back that up with the Bible, it's your prerogative, but I can do the same thing and come up with a different explanation. Exactly. And I, I think I kind of win in that situation. So, oh, you do. oh man, so um, let's play this uh, yes. last clip and
0: end on a good note.
1: <laughs> uh, let me full screen this. Oh, that's not what I wanted. Shoot. Sorry, guys. I always wonder
0: why it smelled so good at that bridge at Valdosta State University. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Where the animal was? (laughs) All right.
3: Beaver butts emit goo used for vanilla. That's what comes up in a Google search for what's in vanilla flavoring. Knowing what I know about vanilla, I was suspicious of such a claim. But castorium is a trending topic that keeps coming up. The Food Babe made a video on it back in 2013. Jamie Oliver brought it up on a late night talk show back in 2011. It comes from uh, basically rendered uh, beaver anal gland. It's in cheap sort of strawberry syrups and vanilla ice cream. And if you like that stuff, next time you put it in your mouth, just think of anal gland. This has been going around. I think that's
1: a good place to stop it. (laughs) Let's do it. All right, guys, we'll see you next week.